0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Musician Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew LaPau. Let's start the show.
1: Get on that bird and go! I'm on the plane like the highway. I'm in this thing we do it my way. It's rain out there, so do I play. i am wrap the room where I stay. I'm on the plane like the highway. I'm on this thing we do it my way. It's rain.
0: Alright everybody, welcome to Musician Uh, Like I said, I'm your host Andrew LaPau This week we've got a really, really terrific singer-songwriter Named Mel Washington Uh, I saw Mel Play at the High Watt recently He opened for Gideon, Luke, and the People Which was a fantastic show If you ever get to see them, I highly recommend it Uh, Something a little messed up Happened on my end While editing the podcast Um, I uh, Just made a foolish mistake and cut off my um, my mic and but you can hear Mel really terrifically and you can hear my voice coming in through his microphone it's a little faint but that's okay you're gonna get all the great performances from Mel Washington um, that you deserve so without further ado here is my interview with Mel Washington enjoy
1: stay down and say would you stay Say, darling, say, would you say that I am yours and you are mine? Don't go, darling, please, don't you go. We've got way too much more left to grow. When I am yours and you are mine. Ooh, whoa. Growing up had a couple of beers during my, uh, my lunch.
0: Yeah, so you were meeting with uh, some friends from Britain?
1: Uh, well, I've got the, uh, a good friend from, well, she's from Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, but she's been in Liverpool studying the Beatles.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and she's actually currently getting her PhD. Um, she'll be done with that in July. And we are doing a tour in the UK, well, in Europe, in general, uh, this fall, or summer. So uh, we're actually going to be able to go there right when she finishes school and celebrate, do a show in her living room and a couple of other places in England, and then we'll do Scotland, Ireland, Germany, Holland, Holland, France. France.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. So you got those dates already lined
1: up? They are all in the works. Okay. It's, yeah. uh, it's kind of like aligning them all to, to make sure they make sense on a map. Yeah, the travel. So, ones. yeah.
0: That's great. So, you start off in England and then.
1: Yeah, we'll probably start in England and then make our way around. Great.
0: Are you going to hit Ireland? Did you mention yeah, that?
1: Yeah, yeah, Dublin for sure. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Have you played there before? No, I've not played Dublin before. Yeah, that's so one of my dreams. It'll be. In Dublin. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I hear the audiences in Ireland are just so attentive and respectful and they just listen everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah. I got a friend living in Galway. I don't really know anybody in Dublin. Um, but yeah, he's a musician out there and seems like a dream audience from what I hear. Yeah.
1: Awesome. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I used to live in Holland, actually. Really, what part? Uh, a place called Groningen, which is in the north of Holland. I don't know why. I don't know why I asked. Like, <laughs> I don't <wouldn't laughs> you know in Amsterdam. Oh yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> you were there. No, no, no. <laughs> South, like near the border, like onhold, which is close to Germany. Yeah. Because I stayed in Germany, like oh. northwest Germany, like right near the border of Holland. Oh, okay. That's um. That's Hunter. You're uh. You're Mel's guitar player mm-hmm. and roommate.
1: Yeah. Mostly roommate. <laughs> well, mostly roommate. Yeah. <laughs> mostly. Yeah. The dude, like that has to put, the dude that has to put up with my snoring. Whenever, and vice versa. Whenever I'm in Yeah, it's really bad, but
0: For a small white dude I can snore like a train. <laughs> um my uh, I woke up and my girlfriend was like I think you have sleep apnea. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'll
1: tell you what's worse is when you wake up and your girlfriend's not in bed with you anymore. <laughs> yeah, she because, because she has them. moved.
0: With a note that says, I think you have sleep apnea. Yep. <laughs> which which, yeah, is hap- which
1: has happened to me, I'm not going to lie. Oh, wow. I saw a girl for a while and probably three different nights or three different mornings I woke up. And she wasn't there. <laughs> and by the second and third night, I was like, uh-oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-huh. This is Drink, bad. Drinking
0: only makes it worse.
1: Yeah. If you're drinking, it's not... Yeah. It's it's ten times worse. So you don't go to just... sleep.
0: You pass out. Yeah. So you're just like... Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah. So were you sleeping? No, I was I was, uh, I was. was um, doing a coma for yeah. a little while. Um, and
0: it's just like you need to sleep yeah. for yeah. the rest for the next few days. Um... <laughs> So, I kind of, since we don't really know each other that well, we met at the High Watt uh, yeah. about a month ago, or something like that. Fun night. Yeah. Well, you sounded great, and I wanted to approach you about the podcast. Oh, you dude, thank you. Podcast. Yeah. Um, I was hanging out, I guess, with a couple of people from Gideon, Luke, and the people, and everybody so was good. just staring, you know, like, you guys had such a compelling show and a set. Um, your closer, do you remember what you closed with? It, um, there was a, we uh, all like looked
1: at each other. Oh, legs and scars, yeah. yeah. It was about not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, my yeah. buddy Owen Beverly wrote that song. And it was, it's that's one of those songs that you hear and you're like, damn it, why didn't I write that song? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, I remember some years ago being at a songwriter's night at a buddy's house. It wasn't like, it's kind of, I guess it's kind of like a Nashville round in mm-hmm. a sense, but we weren't in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, there was no audience. It was just uh, a group of about six songwriters that got together weekly and drank wine together. Yep. Um, And we would just pass the guitar around and say, hey, play something you've been working on recently. And Owen was there and he played that song. And my buddy Nate and I looked at each other after that song, we were like, what was that? <laughs> no. It was incredible. Um, it was a really good song. And, um, I guess about six, eight months later, I started covering it. Um, Hunter, who I've known for about seven years now, that was the first song we ever recorded together. We recorded a cover of that. Yeah. Um, and I've covered it. Uh, I would say 90% of the shows that I've 80, 80% of the shows that I've played, I've covered that song. Yeah. Um, and
0: it's a song that really makes you kind of stop dead in your tracks and you just get totally you, you just experience it. Yeah. Know, yeah.
1: And Owen Owen's just a cool dude. I asked him if I could do a proper recording and release it and he was like, dude, you can do with that song whatever you want to, you know? And yeah. it, that was just super humbling because again, it was like one of those songs that I wished I could have penned, but I'm um, honored to know the person that did, and and I hope that every time I perform it, I it I do it some sort of justice because it's a good enough song that it really deserves that, you know.
0: Well, we usually save the performances to later, but I mean, would you like to kick off with a song or
1: that? We song? can do that one. Yeah, yeah I love it. totally. I think I think I remember how to play it. <laughs> I've played it a few hundred times, so. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, so this is This is Legs and Scars It's written by Owen Beverly I think he put it out Under the moniker of the band That he was playing in at the time uh, Tent Revival And I think he might even have a version Under just his own name but, Yeah, I think he put it out an EP um, <laughs> I feel it in the wind sometimes Blowing out the sheets in my clothesline it out of Jackson Looking for a new life It's got me staring at the sun all day Scared of myself Cause nothing has changed I guess I used to need a reason To put the needle in my veins She said she met someone and blood You need some time away from this house and the coal mine. I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, Okay. Um, lived there the majority of my life actually, um, moved out to California for a year when I was, just right when I turned 20.
0: Okay, so you did, so you was were in Charleston it? up until that point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like growing up there? In like, Charleston? Yeah, were well, you doing music most of your life?
1: Not most of my life, no. I mean, I I was a kid.
0: When Um, did you get into
1: it? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I did kid stuff till 15, I think. Okay. Um, So, like... I mean, at that time, Hot Wheels and Big Wheels were a big thing. Uh Um, My Buddy and Kid Sister were a big thing. Cabbage Patch Kids Uh were a big thing. Ninja Turtles? Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were huge when I was growing up. Um, You also had... um, you know, Nintendo was just making its place, mm-hmm. so I had the original oh, yeah. NES. That was
0: first grade for me, it was Mario
1: Brothers on the end. Mario Brothers and, and Mario Duck Brothers. Hunt, with a gun that was completely inaccurate.
0: Oh, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, for, for a five-year-old, I think it was just a job. You would be
1: standing in front of the TV, shooting the duck in the head, and they're <laughs> like, like, no, really? you, you missed. Were
0: just doing the point blade shots yeah. they're on they're the like, Yeah,
1: no, they're like, no, 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 you missed, you missed. And then there were times when you hit the little dog that ran out, but then they were like, oh, no, you got the duck. You're like, no, I didn't. Yeah, I'm just shooting at the dog, but I just knocked out two birds. uh, Sega Genesis, Sega CD 32X, which I still own. I'm interested to know if that's worth any money now. Sega CD? 32X, yeah. And then, you know, Sega Saturn and whatnot. That was my childhood. But, yeah, I mean, my dad sang an a cappella quartet, and that was just always mesmerizing to me. My mom uh, cannot sing. Okay. Uh, so she actually has a secret talent to where she can sing notes that aren't even on the piano. Um, it's really bad. <laughs> but... She's um, That's one way to put it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's that, not a bad thing. That's, I mean, a, like, that's a thing. That's no, that's a, <laughs> that's a kind way of putting it. That's a kind way of putting it. But no, I mean, I I've always loved music and loved being around music. So... I think at about 15, I thought, man, it would be cool to like just do this. Mm-hmm. So I borrowed my buddy's guitar, taught myself some chords so I could play at church, mm-hmm. which when you're playing at church, you only need to know like three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So four or five at the most. Um, so I learned those and started playing. My dad got me a couple of guitars when I was a teenager. Um, and then, yeah, I decided, man, I would love to do this for a living. Um, played Christian music for a few years. Okay. Then were I, you
0: writing Christian songs, or were oh you yeah, playing yeah, album?
1: no, no, yeah, totally okay. both. Um, okay. And then, in me and in my infinite wisdom, uh, I decided that I should start an indie rock band with some buddies, mm-hmm. uh, which just means bad credit and <laughs> and struggling for a long time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I did that for about, I don't know, six, seven years. Okay. Was what was your band called? It's called I'll Get Out. I'll Get Out. Yeah. I, um. To be honest,
0: I think I've heard of you guys.
1: Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, so we did that for a while and then. How many yeah. albums did you make? Well, we, yeah, no, totally. Uh, we did, uh, a little EP that was called the Spitting EP. Okay. And then we signed the Favorite Gentleman Recordings under license to Columbia Records. On oh, okay. Sony, um, and did a self titled EP, which was the spitting EP plus a couple of songs. And then we put out a full length record called The Season. Okay. Um,
0: and that was under a subsidiary of Columbia?
1: Yeah, it was called Favorite Gentlemen Recordings. Okay. So there were bands like Manchester Orchestra, Oh Brother, mm-hmm. Winston Audio, well, Kevin Devine.
0: Well, and what did they do for you?
1: Well, they put those albums out, mostly, yeah. um, and just really taught us the ropes of what it meant to be a young touring band in that time era. It was kind of a transition point, like people were getting away from buying physical albums and the digital world was on the rise. So this is about 2006? Yeah, this is like 2007, 8, mm-hmm. 9, 10, 11, and 12. All right. Um, so it was, it was difficult to be a band at that time because the way being a band was done was being rewritten mm-hmm, for sure. um, and I don't even know how much of a part of rewriting that we were more of like just trying to figure it out just trying to write it yeah, yeah. totally so um, I, th- I thought all in all it was a good run uh, went solo after that and I've had five album releases since then That's Done awesome. houses which is yeah. a full length album and then um Celebration, which was a full-length Christmas album. And then three EPs since then. Did a live EP from New York. Um, This album that I did in 2009 that I never released Mm -hmm. called Faceless. We put that out last year. And then uh, a little EP called Broken Bridge. So it's been a good run. A lot of learning. Yeah. um, Kind of what to do and how to do it.
0: Um, and what brought you, so you you moved from Charleston to L.A., and were you doing that primarily out of L.A.? When you were
1: no, no, there? I mean, L.A. was before I'll Get Out. Oh, okay. Um, I moved back to South Carolina, and that's where we started, we started i Get Out in Charleston. Okay.
0: Um, what was your experience in L.A. like?
1: Um, bittersweet, man, you know? It's 70 and sunny every day there, which nobody can complain about
0: yeah
1: um but I'm a southern boy at heart and I'm pretty pretty simple when it comes to how I like to live with some exceptions but I mean that whole world for me at the time was just super plastic and just wasn't my steez I felt like I was keeping up with the Kardashians every day and I don't like to feel like I need to live that way so yeah.
0: okay so it was really apparent the, the kind of shallow nature of the place for me yeah.
1: and at the time it might be different for somebody else and it might be different now but in 2005 when I was there it was just like hmm <laughs> I, I can go back to South Carolina yeah. and be okay okay it
0: was, it was underwhelming I guess or overwhelming and underwhelming at the same yeah, time both. Like yeah both right yeah totally but yeah I can see how that um, before I moved to Nashville, um, a good friend of mine was trying to drag me out to L.A. or get me out there. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, what are you going to do in Nashville, you know? It's like, well, I don't, I don't know. I'd probably do the same same thing in both places, but Nashville, I feel, is, is a lot more... Uh, you can really be a little more um, sincere about what you're doing, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, and the pay-to-play out there.
1: Yes. Yeah stupid
0: um, yeah yeah, unsustainable stupid
1: might be a strong word but. <laughs> no but I mean
0: but I feel like that city's always been like that um, even back in
1: the 80s you know I've told people what I love about Nashville over New York and LA and I love New York and LA I spend time in both of those cities and I've got great friends in those cities but I feel like those cities are very competitive mm-hmm. you know like your your job is to be better than the next guy whereas I feel in Nashville there's a really cool sense of camaraderie like people get together and they work together in hopes that you win together You know, yeah. it's like when I win you win yeah. so we'll co-write a song and if we get a cut yeah. then we win it's not like I'm going to try to write a better song than you and hope that I win and you don't you know yeah. um, and I feel like in Nashville sometimes you don't even get a cut if you're not writing with somebody else you know sometimes it is the camaraderie that wins yeah Uh, So I love that feeling. I love the feeling of not feeling like I have to pretend to be better than someone when I'm not, you know,
0: um, you really got to do you and what mm -hmm. you're doing and someone it's going to, it's going to vibe with something. Yeah. It
1: either latches on or it doesn't. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, so you moved, so you moved from LA back to Charleston, um, and then you moved from Charleston and then what, what year did you get to Nashville? just you're, last you're year. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we started all get out of no 7. Mm-hmm. Um and then I just I just moved to Nashville last summer.
0: And that's great and then you booked a show at the High Watt already.
1: Yeah. And it, that was a fun show. Yeah. I you know, I hadn't I hadn't played. We put um houses out in February of 13 and I hadn't played a full band show. Mhm. Until that night, so oh, that was January second, of fifteen. It was. It felt. It felt cool to play with the band again. Who was in the band? Uh, Hunter played yeah. uh, guitar, and then my buddy Ryan played bass, and our friend John played drums. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they?
0: Uh, they all live in Nashville. Yeah, everybody's local. When, uh, John is our other roommate. Okay, what's it? John Hicks. John Hicks. Okay, yeah. he's the drummer, and the bass player is Ryan playing? Mclemore. Okay. Just a friend, yeah. a long time friend of mine. Right. Yeah. Great
1: players. Yeah, everybody Everybody did a great job. It was a fun show. And um, the response was great. So we'll do some more of those. We'll mm-hmm. do some more like full band shows. Do you
0: have anything lined up in Nashville for another show? House concert or
1: anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably April. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll, we'll do another...
0: We'll be at the Highwatt, maybe? Another, mm-hmm.
1: another fun show.
0: At the Highwatt, you think? Mercy Lounge, something like that? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Should come out and uh, check out some of the venues in East Nashville.
1: Totally. Yeah. We just went to Stone Fox the other night. Cool. That was Is that fun. Is it in East
0: Nashville? That's over.
1: I think that's West. West isn't it? Nashville, yeah.
0: yeah. You got um, like Foo Bar or Foo 2 or whatever. F- there's Foo Bar. There's uh, the building. East Room. East Room. Uh, there's um. Logs Black Raven Emporium. Uh, uh, five Spot. Five Spot, yep. Yeah.
1: That's played five spot years and years and years ago oh wow my old band All Get Out played with Dignan and The Weeks oh yeah a five spot in like 2008
0: oh wow that was probably right when it opened
1: uh, yeah, yeah really another yeah, <laughs> <remember> timeline
0: <laughs> yeah that's funny East Nashville apparently was like totally different from what it is today right um, seems to be a place where a lot of people move and live in I just happened to move in here I didn't know like any of the geography I just yeah. like, packed a car up and got down here and Setup up shop over here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I like it. Uh, it's great. I live on like the steepest hill in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> I call it Mount Nasty. Beast Nasty. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. You want to play another song?
1: Sure. Um, This little ditty. I'm going to hold it. Sure. sure. Thank you.
0: Um, That's called Broken Bridge.
1: Yeah, that was the uh, title track to a little EP called Broken Bridge, um, obviously. Um, So I did this songwriting challenge in August where I challenged myself to write, record a song every day for the month of August. And then I invited uh, my friends and fans to do the same and then submit them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end of the month, I took a handful of those songs and recorded studio versions of those songs, and then released the studio versions with the demos as a, an album. Um, I think there are a few decently cool songs in there, so that was one of them.
0: I really, I really admire how you can get into, you can just kind of zone in on your kind of like just like vulnerability of just life, you know, I don't know how to explain it. You kind of get into this emotional place that you, it seems like it's so effortless for you to emote these things.
1: Well, I think it's effortless to emote. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good point. I, I feel like if you're human, it's effortless to emote. Um, or it should be.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: I think we maybe find it easier to wear masks and pretend to be something that we aren't but i think the beautiful part about songs and the beautiful part about music as a language mm-hmm. is that it crosses barriers um and so when you have a song that in its genesis or at its foundation is vulnerable mm-hmm. which i feel like a ton of songs are and we don't even realize it oh, yeah. i think that's why i enjoy covering songs yeah. Is that like I will listen to lyrics and words and I'll go. That's super personal. <laughs> um, yeah And so whether it's a song that I've written or a song that I'm covering, I try in my presentation to be as vulnerable as possible because I think that's that's what's magnetic. Mm-hmm. you know when as a listener, I know for me when I'm hearing a tune, if I can hear somebody's soul. Um, rather than, I mean, you know, not to knock on Broadway, I, I appreciate that art style. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like, okay, here's some people that are singing very perfect notes yes. in very perfect ways. Mm-hmm.
0: It's very American Idol. Uh,
1: yeah, and okay. it's like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, let's be honest Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, they weren't great singers. <laughs> you know, like, there are, better, there are better singers than those dudes, but they wrote songs and delivered them in ways that I think people just resonated with. Um, and there's something really magical about witnessing and, and participating in something like that as a listener, as a consumer, mm-hmm. that makes you desire more.
0: I th- growing up, uh, the, the albums that really changed I think the album that really exploded my adolescent brain was You Experience, The Jimi Hendrix Experience. Yeah. And the, I think that generation of singers were the guys that I was like, this is just like how you're supposed to sing. And so when I go to Nashville and hear guys go, well, they're not a terrific singer, but they're a great songwriter or whatever, but the way they put their songs across is just, yeah. you know bullet train right to your face, like Mm -hmm. who cares what their singing technique is. It would probably mess it up if they sang every note perfectly. Yeah. Um so yeah, even with guitar playing, like as a guitar player, I like the going for it rather than I like the perfection of a solo. I like the I like the flat bends and the just the rawness of it all, you know? Yeah, you get it. (laughs) (laughs) I always say the nails in he plays
1: guitar like an old man. I do. I play old man guitar, missing yeah. <laughs> a couple of notes every once in a while. Yeah, but that's um, what it's about,
0: yeah. you know. It's about like even with a great film, the shaky camera can yeah. do so much. Uh-huh. I just
1: remember be, like being a kid, I would watch the Andy Griffith show, and I would watch these. There were always these scenes where Andy was on the porch, you know, singing "I'll Fly Away" or something cool like that. Just yeah. open chords and kind of straightforward but there was something that was like really gorgeous about it yeah when you listen to it um, so I'm not trying to recreate that but I feel like for me to be true to myself that's the best presentation of music I can give to folks you know rather than I feel like you can always tell when something's contrived
0: Mm-hmm. You know? that's for sure uh, I remember in college I was really trying to write more like uh, longer longer I guess contrived is the word, like longer pieces for a bigger band, and it just kind of fell apart. Because, I mean, I was able to like compose a few tunes, kind of like that. But then it was like, oh, that's not really what I want to do. it's yeah. Like this Prague, jammy thing going <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, you just kind of, uh, you just kind of mm-hmm. go with your sound. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't force it. You can't force it. Um, is there, uh, Is there any type of uh, release coming up that you want to
1: plug or in the middle of a release right now called black excellence and it's just a tribute to excellent african-american artists for the month of february um but yeah there'll be a full-length album that comes out this summer that's great all original songs and i'm excited about this set of songs i've kind of been writing them quietly and Sitting with them in in my soul, but I feel really good about them. I think this will be a really strong album. So,
0: I um, I love the uh, cover of Change is Gonna Come.
1: Yeah, that was the list. that was the first in in the Black Excellence thing. So there'll be a handful more of those this month. Great! I'm excited about. So, it. So
0: is it a tribute to uh, Black artists or to Yeah,
1: I mean just just the fact that you know I just want to, I just want to pay homage to a couple of folks in the history of the music world really that did some really great things very well, yeah um so that's what that's about yeah
0: I love how hard that recording is too it's big
1: yeah I, we were very intentional, especially in the mastering mm-hmm. when it got to mastering, I was like, I want it to be pretty abrasive so <laughs> I think we accomplished it.
0: Yeah, you definitely did. The guitar yeah. tone on it. Are you playing guitar on that? Yeah? Sweet. I did the uh, the lead guitar. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, um, I mean, do you want to do that one? I mean, you don't have to, um, but I do have my Telecaster here if you want to play it. Um,
1: we could do that one. Oh, yeah, you can do another one.
0: It's all cool. You know cool. what you guys want to do. Yeah, uh, here you go. Uh, are sweet. we at
1: a place where we could pause? Sure. So that I could potty.
0: Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm gonna get this. So this is your, this is Mel Washington's cover of uh, a Change Is Gonna Come.
1: I was born by a river in a little tin. Oh, just like the river I've been running ever since It's been a long, long time coming But I know change is gonna come Oh, yes it will It's been too hard to live it I'm afraid to die. I don't know what's out there beyond the sky. It's been brother Change gon' come.
0: Excellent. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. so much for coming yeah. in, Mel. Dude, thank you for having us. Laying your guitars down <laughs> and playing my guitars. That's an yeah. Yeah, honor. Totally. Uh, yeah. So much. Um, well, you gotta get going. So I just gotta
1: thank you again for coming in. So hey, thank you so much for having us. And uh, I'll do a little shameless promotion here. Please do. Uh, Twitter at Mel Washington, Instagram Mel Washington, um, Match.com. Mel match dot com, match dot com, Christian Mingle. Got fine. Such a bold claim, right? <laughs> um, Uh, Hunter has great music available, all available at Yosef Music, Y-O-S-E-F Music, Um, and thanks again to you for having us, man. Thank you. cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what
0: a terrific performer. That was Mel Washington again. So happy to have him on the show. Uh, Go check him out on his website and his Bandcamp site, and uh, yeah, just support him. He's going on tour soon. So see you next time, everyone.
1: When you packed your bags for Tennessee She was standing there right under the tree And I can tell when she looked at me She was losing all control Having sex in hotel parking lots She was thinking it was making love But when her phone only rings after 12 o'clock She'd rather spend the night alone You can't call that girl And beg her to come over To make you feel like you don't hurt Looking for the world You just want some company When you're done with work That's not how it works That's exactly how